0: When life gets you down, you know what you gotta do. I don't wanna know what you gotta do.
1: Just keep swimming, just keep swimming,
0: just keep swimming, swimming, swimming. Yeah. I'm a swim in the light. This is the swim in the light
1: podcast. Hello. Welcome back to the swim in the light podcast. I am your host, Leo Suarez, and today. I'm going to get in my informative bag real quick. (laughs) Now, this question was submitted by Stephanie, aka Empress Steph on IG. And she wanted me to shed a light and spread some insight on the pros and cons of how COVID affected businesses and the lessons we've all learned. And as I was researching this, I thought to myself, why stop at just businesses? Maybe I can do an entire retrospective episode comparing last year to now, not just in the workplace, but in life, regular, daily, everyday life. This episode will be about COVID one year later. Have we progressed or have we regressed? Now, I want you to think back to March 11, 2020. WHO
0: has been assessing this outbreak around the clock and we're deeply concerned both by the alarming levels of spread and severity and by the alarming levels of inaction we have therefore made the assessment that covid19 can be characterized as a pandemic
1: the who or the world health organization declared the outbreak of the coronavirus a global pandemic, a state of emergency, as the continuing spread throughout the countries were rapidly, rapidly increasing. And the quote-unquote window of opportunity to contain the outbreak is narrowing. The CDC, the WHO, and the United States President collectively decided on lockdown as the correct course of action. Now, at that point, cases in the United States were spreading like wildfire. NBA players tested positive. A-list actors and actresses tested positive. Over a 1,000 cases were already announced and confirmed. With 31 deaths, in the United States alone, it truly was not safe anymore to be outside, nor around others. Then president announced that he would suspend all travel to and from Europe for 30 days. This wasn't enough, however, as the virus quickly led to about 5,726 cases, still increasing with 150 total deaths. On top of this, and to add salt in the wound, the Dow Jones at this point fell close to 3000 points or a 12.9% decrease in just a single day. The largest point drop ever naturally this was when the president said enough was enough. Deaths don't matter. No siree. It's the stock market. Not only this, but thousands of employers were forced to furlough many of its employees, even some loyal and lengthy employees. Now, the healthcare workers were the most essential, but the most exposed dear god how i give credit to all the frontline workers who exist especially in the midst of all this y'all have no idea how much your existence meant the world to many including myself but the fact that you too risked your whole life on treatment for others exposed shows the dedication the ambition, the heroism that you all deserve. Shit, I hope they give you a fucking max amount of benefits, a raise, fucking something, Presidential Medal of Honor, at least a time person of the year front cover, but let's not get into that. (sighs) Okay, I'm calm now. (laughs) All right, point is, this was definitely a crisis. For myself, for you, for businesses, for mid to low income people, frontline workers, teachers, food industry workers, so many fucking people. But also with the bad came the good. Air pollution, for as brief as it even was, did kind of decrease during the height of the lockdown. I won't go much in specific about this because it seems that we've reverted back to our old ways with this one, which I'll go more in depth in a little bit. I wanted to talk about how we've all reset and how we've adapted. Now, I think the ones who benefited the most from this lockdown were the creatives. And the social anxiety extroverted introverts now for a brief time a very very brief time it was kind of comforting to go on social media and see others stuck at home rather than go on boats i didn't have this fomo anymore and for the first time in a long time i felt kind of free for the first time free to do anything liberated remember that when i started swimming the light this was just before covid and so a revolution or a renaissance happened not just with myself but with many many creators and influencers and just people in general that just wanna be heard. It felt like we were more free and liberated, like I said. This was our time and we took advantage of it. And in hindsight, I feel like this past year made us be more open and social. I've gone on record saying that COVID has been the great reset for many of us. And these things would trace right back to the quote-unquote reset. No matter where we were in life, this was a huge reality check to just, you know, chill the fuck out. Calm down. You have your whole life ahead of you. This is not a race. I've always been heavy on just taking your time. Do not let the conceptions and the pressures of others get to you. Which is also why I say, do it for nobody else. Do it for yourself, because you love yourself. Now, another shocking, but refreshing and welcoming statistic I've learned, is how the percentage of the US suicides have dropped over the last year despite COVID expectations. Still high and very unfortunate. From the early 2000s until 2018, the national suicide rates became an all time high, steadily increasing throughout. And with COVID, I thought truly, honestly, that unfortunately, since we would be alone with our thoughts more often now that we would succumb to the darkness. But thankfully, this hasn't been the case. An article by the HuffPost on April 9th mentioned that one factor may be a phenomenon seen in the early stages of wars and natural disasters. There's a heroism phase every disaster period, where we're banding together and expressing lots of messages of support that we're in this together. You saw that, at least in the early months of the pandemic," said Dr. Christine Modier, chief medical officer of the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. An increase in availability of telehealth services, increased mental health screenings, and other suicide prevention efforts to turn around have also contributed. In other words, therapy became a lot more accessible. And again, there was no pressure of being better than your peers. For the first time in forever, we were on the same boat. No one was captain. No one had better opportunities. We all just had to adapt together. And again, it was so comforting because, like I said, we were all in this together. We all helped each other out, whether it be through mental health, monetary, food banks, any of that shit. Humility was at an all-time high. And I think another thing we've truly, truly adopted and incorporated into the businesses and even the social world during this time were the virtual meetings. Now yes, it is a bit unfortunate as virtual settings can never truly replace an in-person interaction. But you know how much we've progressed since becoming virtual, working remotely, having virtual classrooms? It definitely comes with its own set of challenges. But at least we're trying, man. And this means we're not out of a job. We can still be with our family and friends, we can still go on that date. If anything, it brings back more of the creativity that was well and lacking with many other people. There are solutions to all this. It's definitely increased productivity, especially from a business standpoint, as we can now do things from the comfort of our own home. And another thing I've noticed ever since COVID is how far we've come in the likes of privacy and hygiene. <laughs> Ever since COVID started, the mandate of wearing masks and social distancing has become such a relief to myself and many others. In a Time article, Jamie Ducharme mentioned that before vaccines became accessible, masks were among the only tools available for containing covid and they seem to have done their job a whopping 6% in I'm sorry decrease per 100,000 people have seen the risk of covid die out and with more and more reducing the spread by staying home or at least wearing a mask we save others but we save ourselves. And a mask both provides the wearer and the physical barrier against germs and prevents them from exhaling potentially infectious droplets into the atmosphere, ideally cutting down on the amount of circulating virus that can affect others. Areas that implemented masks saw statistically significant declines in COVID-19 case counts and deaths within 20 days. So there's legit no excuses not to wear a fucking mask. And now that we've done our part, at least for the first phase, the next best thing is to get vaccinated. This is the main priority in 2021 for all of us right now. But honestly, don't you see how much we've improved in our hygiene ever since the mask mandate started? Not just for protecting others, but now that you're trapped in your own breath, more and more people started taking care of their health. As big as doing a full checkup and as small as... Getting some fucking mouthwash, bro. Like, come on, dog. Like, when you smell your own breath, don't you know that this is what others smell? Like, what a fucking lifesaver, bro. (laughs) Like, more and more people have realized they need to take care of their own damn selves. And I'm not saying to start huge. You can do baby steps. You'll be more attractive if you smell better and you take better care of yourself. With social distancing, this is the best part too. Now, I can have more space to be out in public and not feel limited, crowded. You know, I can actually breathe outside for once. Do you know how much of a blessing it is to be outside and everyone have their own distance? dog it's great to see you like I really love to see you but I just love my space my privacy and things have drastically drastically improved in that sense when we're distancing we have our own privacy when we have our own privacy we become better nicer people When we become better, we have more room to create and maybe make the world a better place. Point is, when we're distancing, we can meditate better, become more in tune with nature and the world around us. And we spread that wisdom. What a relief. Now, there have definitely been some cons in a post-COVID world. With businesses losing some profit, healthcare workers and frontline essentials suffering massive anxiety and depression. Many people still don't believe in the modern approach to handling the virus. Maybe the vaccine may have some side effects. If you're a media corporation or a frontline worker, I think they may suffer the most. In which case, there are always, always solutions to providing therapy. Once full-to-capacity hospitals are now steadily, steadily declining. And businesses will always go through a profit-loss period. And that is unfortunate. But I think in the long run, if you take the right approach, the pros far outweigh the negatives I know that financially we're in the gutter again but we can improve and as we're slowly progressing back to the normal I'm grateful that we've really come this far and we've pushed through the most egregious of adversities that we've had to overcome and We did it individually and collectively. I just don't want us to regress back into our old ways. While I do think some things were better left before COVID, I would say that this past year, we've really, really benefited so much. We've adapted so much. And we've learned how to love ourselves, and even more, we've learned how to reinvent ourselves, how to be more compassionate, how to be more humble, loving, how to be better creatively in our work ethic, how to be more spiritual, and how to be more happy. I think more than anything, for better or for worse. This was kind of a case or character study on how to adapt. Have we progressed? For the most part, I think so. Why not? Yeah, we have. And I hope moving forward, we can look back at the year 2020 with a bit more gratitude. And that may we never forget what we've learned and that may we continue to be good people. And here's some more documentaries, people. Like, come on. Like, we've had such a creative renaissance in the fucking documentary world. Like, 2020 was a gold mine with documentaries. With everything. With basketball. With murder documentaries. With retrospective. Everything. It was so beautiful because we took the time out to watch it and really invest ourselves in it bro it's like it's undefeated it's unmatched i love documentaries i don't know it's just something about me but thank you for listening seriously remember to like subscribe maybe leave a review as it helps me out a lot follow me on social media at leo's brazilian with an s Again, that's Leo is Brazilian. And I'm getting out business cards soon. So if you know me, come talk to me. I'll give you a business card. You know, the vibes. (laughs) And never forget to be beautiful. If you ever felt alone or sad during COVID, or even now, please seek help either professionally or even me, I love you and I want you here forever and always. Never forget that. Again, my name is Leo. Thank you again for listening to the in the Light podcast and love and light to you always.
0: About how after long, dark years one whole year. There is hope and light of better days ahead. If we all do our part, this country will be vaccinated soon. Our economy will be on the mend. Our kids will be back in school. And we'll have proven once again that this country can do anything, hard things, big things, important things. Over a year ago, No one could have imagined what we were about to go through. But now, we're coming through it. And it's a shared experience that binds us together as a nation. We are bound together by the loss and the pain of the days that have gone by. We're also bound together by the hope and the possibilities of the days in front of us. My fervent prayer for our country is that after all we've been through, we'll come together as one people, one nation, one America. I believe we can and we will. We're seizing this moment, and history, I believe, will record. We faced and overcame one of the toughest and darkest periods in this nation's history, darkest we've ever known. I promise you, we'll come out stronger with a renewed faith in ourselves, a renewed commitment to one another, to our communities and to our country. This is the United States of America. And there's nothing, nothing, from the bottom of my heart, I believe this, there's nothing we can't do when we do it together. So God bless you all. And please, God, give solace to all those people who lost someone. And may God protect our troops. Thank you for taking the time to listen. I look forward to seeing you.